Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Tuesday, March 28th, and we start with local news. Yesterday, the Government Operations Committee and the Tennessee House voted on the Duck River Scenic Waterway Bill as it progresses towards a vote on the full House floor. WKOM WKRM's Delk Kennedy spoke with Representative Kip Capley about the bill. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. I'm today at the Tennessee State House at the committee hearing for the Operations Committee of the Tennessee State House. The Operations Committee has just voted in favor of the designation of the Duck River as a Class II scenic river from Columbia all the way to the Hickman County line. It's a big deal. It is something that uh, will protect the Duck River from landfills, uh, all other uses that are presently permitted on the river will remain. Representative Kip Capley is with me here. This section of the river is entirely in his district. And uh, Representative Capley, what do you expect to happen next? Well, we're excited. We're really thankful that we got it through the Government Operations Committee. And obviously, I'm calling on all my colleagues to vote in favor of the bill going forward. It's going to go to calendar rules, and then it'll hit the floor. So hopefully we can have Murray County show up uh, again, as they've been doing consistently since we've been here on the floor when it comes up for a vote. You know, we've, we've met a little bit of opposition, but that's okay. We've been working the members and trying to let them know how important this bill is to not only my constituents, Scott's constituents, Murray County as a whole. Uh, this affects farmers. This affects our children and the future generations. Obviously, we want to protect this waterway as the most biodiverse uh, river in North America. So uh, we're really excited moving forward, and we're, we're hopeful that we can we can get it through the House. We're going to need Murray County's help, and I just appreciate everybody that's been showing up, that's been consistent, and that's been emailing and calling us. We're really excited about it. So, Representative Capley, what is your explanation of why this bill is so important to your district? Sure. Uh, this affects all of my constituents on the western half of Murray County. I mean, all of my farmers get their water out of this river. Uh, our children play in this river. Our grandchildren play in this river. I'm, I, I'll admit I'm often in this river in the summertime, so uh, we don't want any kind of leakage or any kind of phosphorus or anything from that property to go into the most biodiverse river that uh, is our only source of potable drinking water in Murray County. I mean, that just seems like a no-brainer, and for some reason, we've run into some opposition to that fact, but it's okay. I think we're going to move forward and things will be all right. We just got to encourage our colleagues, uh, Scott and I, going forward to, to make sure they understand this is our only source of potable water uh, in Murray County. So. And when you're talking about leakage, I assume you're talking about the plans of a Louisiana company, Trinity, they've announced plans to attempt to uh, erect a, a solid waste dump, a, sure. a, a large dump, a mega dump yep. out, out on the old Monsanto property. Yep, that's correct, Delk. They're, they're planning on putting a mega dump literally on the bank of the Duck River where we know there's phosphorus buried. We know there's different kind of chemicals that's, uh, that's been buried underneath all the dirt, and we can't have that going into the Duck River. I mean, you want to you wanna talk about decimating a population. I mean, this would... This would eliminate all the wildlife that comes out of the river, the fish, everything, and it would make it uninhabitable for, for all my constituents. We can't have that. So, Again, Delk Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. I'm at the State House today, and I've been attending the uh, House Operations Committee. They have passed forward the uh, Scenic River designation for the Duck River in western Murray County. It'll go next to the Calendar Committee, where hopefully it will be put on the calendar for a vote by the full House the Senate has already passed this, so Representative Capley, uh, we we don't have much hurdle left, do we? Uh, we just got to make sure Murray County shows up on the floor when we actually take this for a vote. Keep calling, keep emailing the other reps. 
Uh, let them know how important this is to you and your family. And please, 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 if you can, show up for the vote. Uh, we need you there. You're talking about the floor vote on the House. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Please show up if you can. We'll, we'll make sure everybody gets that information as far as the floor vote goes on the House. Murray County needs to show a strong bit of support, as you all done this whole time. The fight's almost over. We've got to make one last push in the end. So, Okay, again, Delk Kennedy, Front Porch Radio, with Representative Kip Capley. Scenic River Bill for Duck River goes forward. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, Delk. A staple in downtown Columbia since 1987, Alexander's Mattress World announced it will close either Friday, March 31st, or once all of its inventory has been sold. Owner Ronnie Ezel, along with his wife Kelly, are stepping away from the store to lighten their workloads after a tumultuous past couple of years. It is very difficult as a single standalone mattress store to make a living. That, along with my wife and I both having physical issues in the last year, made this a tough decision but the right decision, Ezel said. This has been the hardest year of my life in terms of my physical and mental well-being, and in the last six months, business has basically died, he said. <clears throat> While online shopping and bed in a box has taken over the industry, the Ezels and Alexanders stood strong for as long as possible, all while continuing to serve the Columbia and Murray County communities. Serving this community has been such a blessing and a joy for many years, but physically, I just can't continue to do it, Ronnie said. We'll miss people helping in our community and helping people in our community and donating to the places we have always supported. And I'm personally going to miss Rotary, even though I've not been able to be there over the past few months due to those issues, he said. Ronnie, who worked under founder Rick Alexander for 30 years, said he learned to be humble and to give back when he could from his former boss and that he served him and his family well when the favor needed to be returned. Kelly fell ill with COVID-19, and the impact the Ezels had on the community was immediately returned to them. When Kelly was sick with COVID-19, we saw such a huge outpouring of love and blood and plasma, too. That is the kind of thing we are going to miss. It's been humbling to own this business, Ronnie said. The former Polk Theater building on 8th Street in Columbia is now available for rent, according to Ronnie. The landlords are open to new tenants, and Ronnie said he hopes to see a new mattress store in the building soon. That's the hope, he said. This is a very special building and a very special place to us in this community. The store is offering deeply discounted merchandise, sometimes as low as at cost for cash customers, and will be open until Friday, March 31st, or until the current inventory is sold out. Family nurse practitioner Millicent Rooker has joined Murray Regional Medical Group Primary Care in Spring Hill. Rooker is a family nurse practitioner certified through the American Academy of Nurse Practitioners and board certified through the American Nurses Credentialing Center. She received her master's degree in nursing from Middle Tennessee State University in Murfreesboro and a bachelor's degree in nursing from the University of North Alabama in Florence. Rooker's experience includes working in Murray Regional Medical Center's emergency department for nearly three years, as well as clinical experience in a primary and urgent care practice. At Murray Regional Medical Group Primary Care, Rooker will provide her services in collaboration with Nathaniel Lafferty. The two will work together as a care team to manage a cohort of patients. This collaboration allows for an enhanced patient experience and communication with access for same-day sick appointments and health maintenance visits. The practice is located at 5421 Main Street in Spring Hill. For more information, you can call 931-486-2500 or visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash Spring Hill. 
Family nurse practitioner Martha Kristen Woodside has joined Murray Regional Medical Group and will provide services in both Hohenwald and Mount Pleasant, Tennessee. Woodside received her master's degree in nursing from the University of Alabama in Huntsville, a bachelor's degree in nursing from American Sentinel University in Denver, Colorado, and an associate's degree in nursing from Columbia State Community College in Columbia. Prior to joining Murray Regional Medical Group, Woodside was a registered nurse for five years, with two years at Murray Regional Medical Center. She has experience in areas of surgery, wound care, pediatrics, and obstetrics. Woodside will see patients at both Lewis Health Center in Hohenwald and Murray Regional Medical Group Primary Care in Mount Pleasant. At Lewis Health Center, Woodside joins Jawade Kamal, Nikki Edwards, Ashley Hancock, and Bailey M. Horton. To learn more about Lewis Health Center and the services available there, visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash LHC. At Murray Regional Medical Group Primary Care in Mount Pleasant, Woodside will join Diane Davis. To learn more about Murray Regional Medical Group Primary Care in Mount Pleasant and the services available, visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash Mount Pleasant. <coughs> With Columbia's annual Mule Day right around the corner, visitors can expect traditional events such as the Mule Wagon Train, live music, the Liars Contest, and the Mule Day Parade, among others. Many of these events will be attended by 2023 Mule Day Queen Addison Codling, who took home the title last month. Codling, a junior at Columbia Academy, moved to Columbia just three years ago. Despite being fairly new to Mule Town, Codling said last month's pageant was her fifth overall. It's like having a job, Codling said, who is originally from Franklin. After moving to Columbia, Codling was encouraged to get involved with the Mule Day pageant to meet new people. In addition to being the newly named Mule Day Queen, Codling also currently holds the titles of Miss Murray County and Murray County's Fairest of the Fair, whose mission is to promote agriculture awareness and education. Codling admits nerves get to everyone, including herself. I go in knowing it's not just about the crown, it's about the impact I can make on the community and meeting new people, she said. After graduation, Codling said she plans to go to Belmont University to get her degree in interior design, before getting her real estate license, after which she plans to restore homes in Columbia. Even though I'm not a Columbia native, I appreciate Mule Day for the traditional values of integrity and hard work, she said. Codling's event schedule includes riding the mule wagon train on Wednesday, March 29th, hosting Miss Mule Day on Thursday, March 30th, and attending the Liars Contest on Friday, March 31st. On Saturday, Codling will join her Mule Day Queens runner-up in the annual parade. Unless you have participated in a pageant or know someone, you will never know how much work and integrity goes into these events, she said. The Murray County Chamber and Economic Alliance kicked off their annual Shop Local Passport adventure, Where's Murray the Mule, last week. This event, presented by Stan McNabb Chevrolet of Columbia, encourages people to discover, explore, and support small businesses across Murray County. Murray Alliance launched this event in 2016 to support local businesses and provide a fun activity for families during spring break and mule week. Where's Murray the Mule is just one initiative from the Murray Alliance to help support the small business community but it is one that both people and businesses look forward to each year. The event has grown every year since its inception and is now a two-week event with 35 participating businesses. 
I've lived in Murray County my whole life and discovered many new businesses while participating in Where's Murray the Mule last year. It was my first time to participate in that event, and me and a friend went to 30 businesses in a single day, said Marvin Russell, the 2022 grand prize winner. Those interested in joining the search for Murray the Mule this year can pick up a passport from event sponsor Stan McMahon Chevrolet of Columbia, Murray Alliance, or any of the 35 participating businesses beginning this week. It started on Monday, March 27th. Once you have a passport, visit as many local businesses as possible, find the Murray the Mule image hidden at each business, and get your passport stamped or signed by an employee. Visiting at least five businesses will enter you into a participation drawing for first local first gift cards. Visiting 20 businesses qualifies you for the grand prize drawing. If you visit 25 businesses, you will get a double entry into the grand prize drawing. And if you visit 30 businesses, you will get a triple entry into the grand prize drawing. To be entered into the grand prize drawing, passports must be turned in at the Murray Alliance office by Tuesday, April 11th at 5 p.m. Winners will be randomly selected on Tuesday, April 12th. Two lucky people will win the grand prize, which is $450 in gift cards from participating businesses. Murray Alliance's local first gift cards will also be given away. You can visit www.murrayalliance.com forward slash where's Murray 23 for more information. Columbia's powerhouse music venue, The Mule House, is taking the party outdoors for its inaugural supersized live music event series, and you're invited. On Friday, March 31st, The Mule House is transforming its back lot into a mega music party featuring multi-platinum headliner Chris Jansen and rising star Shane Prophet. The festivities kick off at 6.30 p.m. and promise to hype all the senses with incredible live music, food trucks, a beer garden, multiple bars, and exclusive Mule House party merchandise for purchase. General admission tickets are just $39 and available at www.mulehouse.com. Gates open at 6.30 p.m. On Saturday, April 1st, the party continues after the annual Mule Day Parade ends. At 12.30 p.m., local favorite bands take the stage. Reeves Brothers, Wenzel Brothers, Yonder Grove, and Buck Six. The party isn't complete without the return of the food trucks, the beer garden, multiple bars, cornhole, and Mule House party merchandise. Gates open at 11.30 a.m. For Saturday's party, admission is free and open to the public. Chris Jansen is a live legacy in the making, according to Rolling Stone. Breakout country star Jansen is a platinum-selling recording artist, high-octane entertainer, multi-instrumentalist, award-winning singer-songwriter, and Grand Ole Opry member. The ACM award winner has collected prestigious accolades that place him among country music greats. Shane Prophet is a hometown favorite, an emerging country star from, the, from Columbia now signed to Big Machine label group records Harpeth 60 Records. This 22-year-old is rocking sold-out crowds at the historic Ryman Auditorium, touring with his chart-topping hero Chris Jansen and writing modern country tunes. This off-the-charts weekend of party events is designed to complement what's already happening during Columbia's annual Mule Day event. We remain in awe of what the Bridal and Saddle Club created as Mule Day so many years ago. Even more impressive is how they have continued to build and sustain those efforts over the course of time, stated Blair Garner, founder of the Mule House. I can't imagine any other annual event so beloved by the people of this town that could even approach the positive impact Mule Day has on our community and local businesses. Garner went on to say, Our humble hope is that the Mule House Backlot Concert Series becomes one more reason folks visit our beloved Columbia. 
This year, we have the great fortune to bring both Shane Prophet and Chris Jansen here for the first time in the new outdoor series. We are so blessed to call Columbia our home and so grateful for our amazing community that has shown nothing but support for the Mule House. Located in historic downtown Columbia, just 40 minutes south of Nashville, the Mule House is America's ultimate music resort, designed for music and entertainment within the restored walls of an old historic church. The Mule House is a 55,000-square-foot multi-use entertainment venue owned by Blair Garner, a country music industry veteran and host of multiple award-winning syndicated radio shows. The Adaptive Reuse Project, formerly a historic church dating back to 1936, aims to elevate what artists and their fans can expect from a venue. The result is a live event experience like no other for both in-person guests and those watching globally through the venue's top-of-the-line live streaming technology. For more information, visit www.themulehouse.com. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have rain early, giving way to mostly sunny conditions during the afternoon hours. The high will reach 61 degrees with winds out of the north at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect clear skies and a low of 32 degrees. Winds will be out of the north at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important, but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. 
The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, friends. This is Brian King from Tennessee Children's Home. Thank you seems appropriate for this time of year. At Tennessee Children's Home, we have even more to be thankful for this year. We have a new campus and have moved in. We've been overwhelmed by the support you have given us to the move to the new campus. Please continue to support us as we try to pay off this debt. Please go to our website, TennesseeChildrensHome.org, for more information. This is Brian King from Tennessee Children's Home. The Mules are back in town, and you know what that means? The annual Mule Day Auctioneers Championship hosted by the Columbia Breakfast Rotary is back. This is a real live auction with each auctioneer bringing their own unique auction chant to get top dollar from the bidders. The 2023 Mule Day Auctioneers Contest will be held at the United Producers Livestock Barn in Columbia Friday, March 31st at 12 noon. Admission and parking are free. The Columbia Breakfast Rotary partners with the Columbia American Legion Post 19, benefiting the Legion and veterans of Murray County, and the MDAC funds the Columbia Breakfast Rotary's College Scholarship Program, which awards five scholarships to Murray County students each year, as well as one recurring scholarship. So it's not only fun, it's for a good cause. That's Friday, March 31st at noon. Visit MuleDay.com for a complete schedule of Mule Day events. Three, two, Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Three children and three adult staff members are dead after a mass shooting event Monday at the Covenant School, a private Christian school in Nashville's Green Hills neighborhood. Among the victims are three nine-year-old children, Evelyn Dykehouse, Hallie Scruggs, and William Kinney. The adult victims are Cynthia Peak, 61, Mike Hill, 61, and Catherine Kuntz, 60. Police said Peak was a substitute teacher, Hill a custodian, and Kuntz Covenant's head of school. The shooter, identified as 28-year-old Nashville native Audrey Elizabeth Hale, was killed by responding officers, police said. Hale is believed to be a former student of the school, Nashville Police Chief John Drake said. Police said they have found a manifesto, a map detailing entry points into the school and other materials. Local and federal law enforcement on Monday afternoon continued a search of the Nashville home. Hale shares with parents and said they have found no prior criminal history. Drake identified Hale as transgender and said Hale may have had plans to target another school. It's a very unfortunate situation, Drake said of the tragic loss of life. He said he was moved to tears to see children being ushered out of the building following the shooting. My heart goes out to the families of all six victims, he said. All of the victims' families have been notified, according to police. Families of students and staff gathered at a nearby church that served as a reunification center. 
President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden on Monday morning also addressed the tragedy. It's separate public appearances. It's sick, heartbreaking, a family's worst nightmare, the president said. He called on Congress to pass an assault weapons ban and urged teachers and students to seek out counseling. We stand with Nashville in prayer, Jill Biden said. The shooting took place Monday morning inside the school where 209 students and 42 staff are present on a typical day. The school, operated by Covenant Presbyterian Church, is located in one of Nashville's most affluent neighborhoods. Nashville police responded to a report of an active shooter incident made at 10.13 a.m., said Don Aaron, a police department spokesman. At 10.27, just 14 minutes later, the shooter was killed by two of a five-member police team that responded, he said. Aaron said the shooter was armed with at least two assault rifles and a handgun. Hale entered by shooting through a side door at the school and went to the second floor, police said. The shooting took place on the second floor, who said the shooting took place in a lobby-type area, not inside a classroom. Drake said they believed two of the weapons were legally obtained in Nashville. One officer suffered a hand injury from cut glass, Aaron said. That is the only other injury I'm aware of, he added. Vanderbilt University Medical Center confirmed students from the pre-K through 6th grade school at Burton Hills Road were transported to Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital, where they were pronounced dead. The private school had no on-site school resource officer, Aaron said. The school did have security cameras. There is video from the school we are viewing now to try and learn exactly how it all happened, Aaron said. Nashville police plan to release video of officers confronting the shooter. A nearby vehicle yielded clues to law enforcement about the shooter's identity, the police chief said. The Tennessee Bureau of Investigation will investigate the officer-involved shooting portion of the investigation, while Nashville police will handle the larger shooting investigation, law enforcement officials said during a 2 p.m. briefing yesterday. It's a horrible, senseless tragedy, and we will be here working with our partners to get through this, said TBI Director David Rausch. The Senate and House adjourned out of respect for the victims. Governor Bill Lee said on Twitter he is monitoring the situation. As we continue to respond, please join us in praying for the school, congregation, and Nashville community, Governor Lee said. The House Republican Caucus issued a statement calling the shooting deaths a horrific act of violence carried out by a disturbed individual. Ann Patchett, Nashville resident and owner of Parnassus Books in Green Hills, was honored with a National Humanities Medal in the White House. The 12 medal recipients include writers, historians, educators, and activists. National Humanities Medal honors an individual or organization whose work has deepened the nation's understanding of the human experience, broadened citizens' engagement with history or literature, or helped preserve and expand Americans' access to cultural resources. In talking about Patchett, the White House stated, Ann Patchett, for putting into words the beauty, pain, and complexity of human nature, with her best-selling novels and essays in her bookstore, readers from around the world see themselves on the pages of Ann Patchett's books that take people to places of the heart and feed the imagination of our nation. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. 
Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Are you looking for a fun event to take the family to? Harmon Scrap Metal is hosting an Easter egg hunt on April 8th from 2 to 4 p.m. at Woodland Park in the Fallen Heroes Shelter. This will be fun for the whole family. We will have food trucks, prizes, and photos with the Easter Bunny. Come on out and support local. Start times vary by age. Visit our Facebook page, Harmon Scrap Metal, for more information. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Following the shooting that took place yesterday at the Covenant School in Nashville, the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee has established the Caring for Covenant Fund to manage donations. Gifts can be made to the fund at www.cfmt.org forward slash covenant. All donations made to the fund minus credit card fees will be directed to the Covenant School to support the healing of those affected by the tragedy. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a